Father, we honor you and we thank you so much for this beautiful, beautiful ministry that you have blessed our nation with. The sweetness of the spirit, the aroma in the house, and the glory. I thank you for the blessing of this evening. And I'm praying that as we share your word together, your word will come alive to everybody. Let your word be relevant and applicable to our lives. Let it be, let, let it affect our souls. Let it bring us to new levels. I give you praise and glory in Jesus' name. And everybody shouted aloud, Amen. Yeah. Hallelujah. Amen. For the Egyptians you see today, you shall see them no more. Hallelujah. Amen. Wow, what a blessing and what an honor. I believe that God has blessed us indeed. And uh, Amen. Right, tonight I'm going to, um, tomorrow is 31st, isn't it? Yes. And then we first cross over to uh, 2024. So it's going to be very short this evening. And then we shall pray and close. Yes. Amen. Mm, so I believe that God is going to help us and, be, and glorify us. You know, I believe that we are entering, the, you know, God is rich. Can I have a loud amen? In the, old, in the New Testament, God's riches is described in, I think, four different ways. Bible says, God who is rich in mercy. When it comes to mercy, God is very rich. Can I have an amen? amen. There are various aspects that you see God's richness of, of God's mercy towards us. It also, Bible says that God who is rich in grace. Amen? amen. When it comes to grace, he's very rich. And then he also talks about the goodness of the Lord, the, 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 the riches of his goodness. When it comes to goodness, God is very rich. Are you still here? Yes. And also the riches of his glory. So four areas where you can see God's wealth is in mercy, in grace, in goodness, and in glory. May these riches come upon your life in the year ancient. You will experience mercy in your life. Can I have a loud amen? You will experience grace in your life. You will see his glory in your life. And the goodness of the Lord shall come upon you. Can I have a loud amen? Always remember that when it comes to God's wealth, these are the areas. Mercy, God's mercies never run out. His mercies are new every morning. Amen? And so if you bask in this wealth of God, his mercies, you'd always succeed. Amen? And then his grace, rich in grace. Wow. Unmerited favor. Favor that is so rich in it. Amen. Amen. And God's goodness. Everything you need is in God. Bible says you being evil know how to give good gifts to your children. I mean, no matter how broke you are, you will never wrap a stone and put it in your son's lunchbox. When it is break time and they are going to eat, when he wants an egg, when he opens it, it is a stone. You will not do that. Am I right? How much more your heavenly father? He will give you good gifts. May you be ready for good gifts in the year ahead. I want you to enter the year with expectation. Can I have an amen? Without expectation, you will not undertake, you will not... Uh, you will not be able to embrace the blessing of God. But I'm saying that you've got to learn to have expectation. Things may not seem to have worked around you, 
but fix your eyes on God. Some work, some don't work. Focus on what is working. Amen? Amen. The Bible says, looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. So there's someone that you must look up to. Can I have an amen? amen. He started and he finished. You too, you have started, you will finish. I thought you shout your louder, amen. amen. And you will finish well. Amen. You will finish strong. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. You will finish with energy. Amen. amen. Bible says that David died in an old, in a, in a, by the time he was dying, he was very wealthy. Amen. Ripe years. Ripe years. Strong and healthy. The only way they discovered that David was old is when they brought a young girl to him. And then he just rubbed his hand in the hair. So the man has become weak. David, Pani. <laughs> what a shock. Are you still here? You will not die before your time. Push him and say, you will not die before your time. Push him until he falls down. You will not die before your time. Tell you, you will live well. You will live well. Tell you, you will finish strong. Have you seen sometimes 100 meters, 200 meters runners or 100 meters? They run so hard. When they cross the tape, they keep on running because they're still gassing them. By the time you are finishing, you are still running. May God put springs in your legs. May God energize you. May God give you power. You will finish strong. You will finish well. Do you believe it? This ministry will finish strong. By the grace of God. By the grace of God. Some people, when they are dying, they are so poor. But by the time your, your time is up, you'll be wealthy. Some of you, when your children are getting married, you'll give them a house as, a donate, as, a, as an offering. Do you know it's possible? Your child's uh, wedding present is a house. Yes. It'll happen. When my son was marrying, I gave him a house key. This is your house. That is, that is my gift. No, this gift cannot fit in the offering basket. I see you finishing strong in Jesus' name. Can I have a loud amen? God will bless you. God will honor you. God will favor you. Shout your loudest amen. So just for a few minutes, and then we'll pray. Because tomorrow is Sunday, it's, it's Sunday at the same time, 31st. Like I said, we're going to be here very short. Now, Joshua chapter 24 and verse 15. Joshua chapter 24, verse number 15. Bishop, I really honor you and I thank God for your life. You are such a handsome man. More handsome, more handsome than your brother who doesn't have hair. <laughs> wow. And you know how to dress also. What a shock. I'm glad that your wife said yes to you. If she, had this, if she has not agreed, but now he'll be biting her fingers. What a shock. Are you still in church? I really respect and honor you and thank God. Thank you for the privilege and the honor of relating with you and making him part of your family. For me, it's an honor and a privilege. Joshua chapter 24, verse 15. And if it seem evil unto you to serve the Lord, 
In other words, you know, Joshua was speaking to them the earlier verses. He said, choose you this day whom you serve. Do whatever you are served. But they said, if it seems evil to serve the Lord, if it is a bad, is it a bad thing to serve the Lord? I mean, Joshua was asking them, you guys, me, I've worked with God for a long time more. Isn't there a song like that? Taking God seriously. I'm telling you. One day I took my, 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 my sons, three of them, years back. I drove them around the city of Accra. We drove around Trasaco Valley and, and, and East Legon and, and East Cantonment and all, all where we have posh, posh houses. And then my son said, Daddy, why don't we live in this area? I said, When you grow up, come and build a house for me here. Why do we live at uh, Batiano? When there is East the Gun and, and Trasaco Valley, houses there, $2 million. We would like to live here. I said, Ebeni Nabotun, you grow to understand. 
Anyway, so I drove them there in that evening. Then after that, I drove them through the streets. We came all the way to Abomoloshi. And then all the corners, uh, uh, Sodom and Gomorrah. All those areas. And it was around 12 midnight. And then I lowered down the, the windows so that they would not just unconditioned. I want them to enjoy the, 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 the perfume of the area. Yes, the reacting, I tell you. Yes, the, the LL, LL scent. I mean, they talk, I just rolled down. And then I just straight there. They were much younger then. I just straight their necks and saw people sleeping at shop fronts. And next to gutters and the stains and the mosquitoes were also invading the car and all that and so on. Then my sons were very quiet. They saw the difference. Yes. Very, very quiet. They were not talking. So it drove quiet and I drove slowly about 10 kilometers per hour in the night. Just the place was quiet. And as I drove, and they were looking. They were looking. They were, they were quiet in the car. They saw so many sleeping. It was midnight. Sleeping outside there. And all over the place. And then when we drove out of the area and we were just get, getting home, I, stopped, I, I told them, why are you boys quiet? Talk. I said, daddy, you don't know what to say. <laughs> you know, so as I drove there and then just before we got home, I stopped my car and I told them, you know, some of these people sleeping out there, it is not their doing. It's not their fault. Who would not like to live in a good place? That's, you don't know the challenge, difficulty that they've had. Some of them, it's not their doing at all. They don't intend to sleep, but there's nothing to do. What, how do you pay rent advance when your salary is uh, uh, 120 Ghana cities a month and you pay salary advance of 20,000? 20, uh, 20, Crazy, and all that. Some of them are, are products of, 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 of misfortunes, and some of them are products of entertainment. Should I say it again? Yeah. Father and mother were having entertainment at the first night. Just entertainment. After, after four weeks, the woman came and said, I've missed it. You have missed what? We're just playing small, small. Look at what has happened now. Product of somebody's entertainment, Saturday night entertainment. And then they arrived. So they were not planned. In fact, some of you listen to me, some of you even, you're not, you're not a planned baby. Even like, let your mother speak the truth to you. <laughs> I used to, when we go, then you arrived. So if you even look at the age between yourself and your, your siblings, it's close because you're not a planned, planned one. Only, only nine months or one year between the two of you. Mato Shaka Bataya. Are you still here? Anyway, as I spoke with them and I, told, I explained that life has ups and downs. Some of those scenes, you see them sleeping at the shop fronts, they are not going to be there forever. One day, God will also find favor with, they'll find favor with God and situation will change. One day, things will change. If only they can help to find God and cleave to him and work hard, things will change. Are you still here? 
David was a shepherd boy. When suddenly they said the king, they said that the, the prophet is looking for you. With one oil, anointing oil, his whole situation changed. He moved from the back of the desert and now he's working in the king's palace. May God change your situation. May God change your condition. Shout your loudest amen. amen. Things can change in a flash. I'm telling you. But anyway, I spoke to them. And, I, and then I told them. I said, Joel, Jude and Jeremy, remember. Your father is a bishop. I'm respected. I'm honored. I go so, to so many places. And because of me, people even do you favors. Most of them tell you, I bishop second son. Have this. Are you this? I mean, they, they, they honor you because of me. But I told them that, listen, I chose God for myself. And you've always been under my covering. But now you're old enough to also choose God for yourselves. Because the Bishosaki's son as a title cannot take you to heaven. It's not what is going to make you who you must be. You must know God personally and know God for yourself. You must have a personal relationship with God. You cannot go around and say, I'm Bishosaki's son. That will not give you an access to God's, and, uh, God's place. You need to know God for yourself. And they've been going to church all the time. But that day, I said, as a father, it is my duty to make sure that I have led you to Christ. Maybe I prayed those prayers before, but today, this night, this night, I want you to say this prayer after me and make Jesus the Lord and Savior of your life because you need to know him personally. Am I talking to anybody here? So now, uh, Joshua said, if it seems evil to save the Lord, if, if you don't want to save him. That is Joshua speaking. You know, Joshua is different from Moses. Moses is nice, but Joshua is by heart. He doesn't like rough. <laughs> what a shock. You know, those, sometimes the fathers are nicer than the sons. Because the sons, you see, that's why the prodigal, the prodigal son, the prodigal son, he was lucky that his father was alive when he came back. He was lucky. Because if his father had died, his big, big brother, because when the brother came and saw that the organizing party said, hey, party for this rascal. He was lucky that his father, sometimes we are lucky to be speaking to a certain pastor who has been, I mean, was rebellious of several years ago and was talking to an, uh, one of our pastors in another country. He said, I'd like to come back. I said, you are lucky that your father is alive. The father can shut everybody up and say, that's what I want. And everybody will keep quiet. When the, if the father wasn't there, when he came back, the big brothers will shoot you on sight. What a shock. <laughs> you see, so bless God for fathers. Clap your hands for fathers. There's term you call fatherliness. Anyway, so I'm, I'm, I'm saying that, so Joshua he called them and he said, look, I'm not like Moses who begged God for you and said, hey, you people, uh, 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 God, don't kill them. He said, me, I don't mind if you die. He said, listen, listen, Joshua, me, 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 I don't care about you. you. You are following me if you want to go, go. He said, if it seems evil unto you to serve the Lord, choose you this day whom you serve. You can serve the gods of your fathers who, uh, on the other side of the flood or the gods of the Amorites in whose land you are. Choose any god you want to serve. Me, me, but look at what they say. As for me and my house. <laughs> that is Joshua. As for me and my house. Are you still here? 
you can choose to follow that foolish boy. You can choose to follow that foolish girl. But as for me and my house, I'm preaching now. Are you still here? You just say that if you want to die, die. For the follow, follow. So we want, we want to be, negotiate and beg you. You have made the pastors like we want to beg you to serve God. We are begging you to serve God. When Joshua comes, you will see how it will happen. If you want to go to hell, go to hell. Me and my house, we are not going to hell. Oh. You can choose to go to hell. And because Joshua has seen that, and he, he saw that they, I mean, uh, Moses was so kind that even the people prevented Moses from entering the promised land. Sometimes, you can be so generous and so you can bend over backwards for people to the point that even Moses was denied access to the promised land. Moses. So Jesus said, I'm not like Moses. Who, me, I'm in a house. You are going to a You stay here. He said, if you want to serve the gods of your fathers, be, and be, you go ahead and serve the gods. If you want to serve the gods of the Amorites, go ahead and serve the gods. But he says what? But as for me, let's all read together. But as for me, says, read it louder. For the last time, I pray for you this evening that you and your house will serve God. Your husband will come and know the Lord. Your wife will come and your children will know the Lord. May your parents come and know the Lord. May your household be saved. May your family be saved. Come on, shout your loudest amen. May your child never die and go to hell. May you never bring a child to this world who will become a weed smoker, who will become a drug addict. May God save your children that come out of your womb and out of your loins. Come on, shout amen. amen. But as for me and my house, but as for me and my house, Ah, there's somebody here. Your child is becoming stubborn and rebellious. I break that spirit of rebellion, that spirit of stubbornness over your child. May God bring him home. May he love the church. May he love the house of God. May he love the word of God. May he love the things of God. Say, I receive it. I pray for the seed of your womb. May they live for God. May they serve God. May their lives bring God glory. Shout amen again. So Joshua says, as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Can I have an amen? Amen. Are you still here? I said, how many of you here are parents? How many of you are parents? Can I see your hand? How many of some of you have seven children? I said, are you looking at? (laughs) Oh, can I see your hand? Parents. Look, one of the most scary things is to bring a human being into the world that you are in charge of the life of this child of this child it's scary i'm telling you how will this child turn out whose hands will the child fall in i'm telling you sometimes the hands that your child falls in will determine the future of your child this is what happened to mephibosheth he fell into the wrong hands and dro- he was dropped he was dropped Sometimes your house help drops your child, teaches your child evil, feeds your child with evil things. I remember a baby that I dedicated, I did a naming ceremony in London. 
husband and wife were members of our church. They, uh, they were believing God for a child for a long time. After several years, the woman took a seed, brought for the, had a beautiful daughter. I went with that bishop there, dedicated the, the, the baby and all that. I traveled back to Ghana. A few months after that dedication, I got, I, I got the news that the child had died. Do you know what had happened? The mother of the, the, mother of the, of the woman who gave birth, that's the little girl's grandmother, she got upset with, the, with her son-in-law. So she was at home looking after the baby. Son-in-law and daughter have gone to work. She took a bread knife and cut off the baby's neck. It was on BBC, CNN. It was on all, all international network. A Ghanaian mother murders a child with bread knife. I'm telling you. I mean, it's a, it's a no, I know the, I know the mother personally. I know the, uh, the grandmother. I know the mother, the, the son. They, are, they got married. I even officiated their wedding. They're close. I mean, when I, saw, when I got the message and later on, I saw it on the news. That a little girl, they used bread knife, bread knife to cut. All the flesh come out. You know how to, when you cut bread, you know, the thing just spills off. All the things were there. The girl, they came from work. The door was opened. The woman had walked out, had left the hall. They couldn't find her. And the body of the baby was lying in the sitting room. I'm telling you. You see, so life depends on whose hands you fall into. I'm telling you. I don't know whether you're hearing what I'm saying. I, don't, I hope I've not spoiled a good message. Are you listening to what I'm saying? Life can be cruel. So you see, when I see parents, I pray that God, that these children will not fall into. You see, somebody can teach your child how to smoke. And sometimes you ask yourself, how did it happen? Because my house, there's no smoke, so nobody drinks. How did my child learn how to smoke? Some of you sitting here, your parents don't know what you did when you're young. You're looking at me. If your parents, I should continue preaching, it? If your parents knew that that was there, they would say, no, that is not my son. I'm telling you. Hmm. My son can never, you, you didn't learn this from me. It's like, where, did, where, did, where did my child get this thing from? Where did, you see, because the child can fall into a wicked hand. I'm telling you. So the wicked teacher, the other day, I was, uh, years ago, I was passing, uh, I was in Takradi then. Then this man, came to park his car at the Tekradi Market Circle. Now, when he parked his car, and then I think he was crossing the road to go and buy something. When he opened the door of his car, some papers flew out of the car into the big gutter. You know what papers they were? It was a, an examination mark, marking exams. Either O-level or JSS or SHS. And some of the papers, because of the wind, when he opened the car, flew into the gutter. He looked at it like that, sat in a closed the door and left. Somebody will get nine. And you wonder what happened because you fell into somebody's hands. You never know why the person didn't do well. Somebody's future, somebody's future is in the data because he flew out of the car and the man didn't bother. I, I don't care. 
You know, I'm telling you that, listen, your children, our lives, you know, so many things can twist, can change. A little tweak like that can change everything. I'm telling you. I don't know whether you're hearing what I'm saying. Are you people hearing what I'm saying? You see, that's why we need to be God conscious all the time. Pray for, I pray for our children all the time. All the time. I'm telling you. I mean, can you imagine this boy goes to the exam and he knows that he must have A and when he has F because papers flew out and nobody cares. God help us. God help us. God help us. A lot of once somebody went to have surgery and they left the tissue in the womb after the surgery. They left it. This lady kept on bleeding. She wants to have a CS. The baby was taken out, but they left a big gauze or tissue inside. So she kept on bleeding and bleeding and bleeding. This was in Australia. I was there. The after the lady delivered, we're all happy, but then she kept on bleeding and bleeding. She went to bleeding and bleeding. So they said, let's take her back to the hospital. When they took it, the whole womb has been infected. So they said they told her, and now the first child, they told the husband that we have to take out the womb. He cannot have another child. That's the end. Somebody's mistake. That's all. So you can have only one child. Only one child. Because the way the womb is affected, you have to take the womb out. You pull everything out. That was it. So I'm saying that there are so many uncertainties there. That is why we need to take God very seriously. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Are you hearing what I'm saying this evening? I'm not saying this to scare you. I'm saying that if you have children, pray for them all the time. Pray for their few. Pray for the people that they will meet. I'm telling you. When I was in class two, class three, a little boy, two, I mean, no, a bit, a little, a bit maybe five, class, class five, class six, someone was teaching me how to smoke. When I did, whoo, oh, I said, hey, no, 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 I can't do that. I tried once, I dropped it. I do, but some of the people who started those, one day I met my classmate who had gone mad. Totally mental. I was going to the court. I got out from my car. I took my briefcase, my gun. As I was walking, I saw this madman coming towards me aggressively, looking very fierce and terrible. And then I was scared. I put my hand in my pocket to give him some money. And then when I looked at his face, I said, Frank, he was my classmate. This was his chair. This was my chair. Close friends. This was his bed. This was my bed in secondary school. He used to top the class in all, every, almost every subject. But now, he started going out with other people. Started smoking. We used to go to scripture union. He used to play the keyboard in church. But he started getting into other things and trying to experiment. Other things. Are you still in church? Do other things. And then he turned his back on God. One day, I sat my, my friend, my best friend, Frank. I sat him down in class three, class, um, in from three classroom. I said, Frank, we are too young to give up on God. What has God done to you? That you are rejecting God. Is it evil to serve God? What has God done against you? That at this age, you are turning your back on God. I spoke to him with tears in my eyes. He wouldn't listen. He got up. So leave me alone, let me have fun. So that's one day in the dormitory, he took the Bible, tore a sheet out, 
rolled weed into it and smoked it. He said, I'm proving to you that the Bible is a common book. It's a book like any other book. Yeah. I moved on, went to another school. I never saw him again until I finished school. I was working as a lawyer. Until that Monday morning when I saw my best friend. I, could, I mean, when I saw the madman, I was scared. Because he looked, maybe somebody hadn't had his bar maybe for three years. Filthy, dirty, eating spot oranges flies all over him on Monday morning. When I said, Frank, he recognized me. He said, he ate his sake. So here I stood. Here he stood. We are so standing so close. But in reality, we are far apart. Far apart. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. I'm speaking to all of you here today. I'm saying that it is not wrong to serve God. You may not have everything. Joshua is saying that you have had challenges, you have had difficulties, but the way you are making, you are not serving God well, do what you like. If you think it's okay, go and serve that boy. You cannot leave that boyfriend because of God, and because you can for God, because of, because of a mobile phone. I'm talking to you. Are you still in church? Are you still in church? I'm telling you, you are, you are, you are, you come today, you don't come. We see you in church every three months. Yes, I'm telling them. Are you still there? The choir, you are, you are not in the choir properly. You say in the choir, but you are not in the choir properly. Hey, if it is evil to serve God, do what you like. I should continue preaching. I don't intend to stop. I know tomorrow is Sunday, but I, I want to finish preaching. You are singing as if you are singing as if you, you are singing for man. When they said today, "Cause we were blue, you, you, you were green." Mato shaka bataya. When they said when we are singing, we are moving left and right. You are moving like this. You are moving like this. If it is able to serve the Lord, then choose whom you will serve. Yeah. I don't know whether you are still in church. Yes. Are you still in church? Yes. Some, of you, some of you, I'll tell you, you have not done well 2023. You have not done well with God. You have not been fair to God. God was giving air to breathe. Made the sun shine on you. The rain to fall on you. You have not been nice to God. You have not been nice to God. My name is E.A.T. Saki. I'm preaching to you. Say amen. Which are way doing beautiful. I, I don't know what I'm talking to anybody here. I say you have not been well. Some of you were uh, the man the whole of the year. You have paid your tithe three times. Anybody who is not smiling is a guilty person. <laughs> yeah. I'm preaching. And some of you you take your tithe card. You put in, you put in 20 CDs. No, your salary is 2,000. Even, even me, that I didn't, I'm an art student, I can calculate. 10% of 2,000 is 200, not 20. Not 20. I don't, those of you are not smiling. I'm looking at you. You are guilty. That's why you're not smiling. You're a suspect. Ask your neighbor, are you a suspect? Are you a suspect? <laughs> yeah. The time that belongs to God, you're not doing it. If you think it's evil, look, I want you to make a place that 2024, every month you pay your tithe. Yeah. That'll be a pledge. Amen. Say amen. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm serious. I'm serious. 
that thing that belongs to God, you, you want to give to him. He said, I claim this promise. What are you claiming? <laughs> I, I don't know. You see, the church is getting quiet. I'm dialing somebody's number. Pick the phone and answer the call right where you are. Zello two zero seven nine zero one one seven two. What a shock! Are you still here? I said, Are you still here? Yeah. No, I'm saying that you know God is a covenant-keeping God. In the Bible, you see various covenants. God entered covenant with Noah. Say, no, I'm not going to destroy this earth with water anymore. It's a covenant. He said, this is the sign of the covenant, the rainbow. God entered the covenant with Abraham. In blessing, I'll bless you. In what I'll multiply you. The circumcision was the sign of the covenant. God is a covenant-keeping God. That's what we call the Davidic covenant. The covenant said, David, your covenant, your, your, seat, your, your, your throne shall be forever. That's God's promise. It's a covenant-keeping God. Are you still here? In the news, we have the new covenant that was sealed with the blood of Jesus. Permanent covenant. God believes in covenants. Are you still here? That is why Hannah came to church and said, if you shall bless me. I, 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 when they, he prayed and said, Lord, all I'm looking for is a seed. If you can bless me, I will give that seed to you. He said, God said, I will, I will do my part. May you also do your part. Are you still here? And then the Bible says that Hannah took seed, gave, gave birth, and weaned the cat. After two years, they were taking offering. They were going around taking offering. And Hannah came with the baby and dropped the baby in the offering bag. Eli said, what is this? He said, this child is the one I prayed for. I prayed for this child. I said, God, I'll bring him. So I'm keeping, God kept his part. I'm also keeping my part. I'm bringing this child to you. When Jacob was in the wilderness and lying on the floor and then in the grass, he used his stone as a pillow. And then the Bible says that he saw angels ascending descending and God was on top of it. And when he got up, he said, the Bible says that he heard the voice of God. God said that, Jacob, I will keep you in all your ways. I will guide you. I will take you and bring you back. And when Jacob got up and said, Lord, if you shall keep your promise, I will build for you a tabernacle, a temple in this place. I will build your house in this place. He called the name Bethel. And Jacob went. He prospered. In Laban's house, he had not one wife, two wives. Some of you will be very happy if you're in the days of Jacob. I mean, he had two wives and then two house helps. And he had so many children, so many cattle. But he had also problems and difficulties until God reminded him, you have not kept your promise. You said you go and build for me a house in Bethel. I prospered you. I bless you. You've forgotten the promise you make. You made. Many of us forget the covenant we make with God. I'm telling you. I don't know how many of you are still in church. Are you still in church? I said, are you still in church? You make covenants. You don't keep your promise. I'm telling you. All I'm saying to you is that God blesses you with a child. You see, don't joke with some of these things. You, for your child, something happens, phones you bad. I mean, so much. I mean, I, I, one of the things I used to do for my kids, I pray for them all the time. All the time. When they are still, I lay hands, I anoint them with oil from a tender age. I give them communion. I say, Lord, please, I beg you, watch over my children for me. Keep them for me because every parent is limited. 
There's a, as you are sitting in church, if your child is not here, you don't know what he's watching. And I swear, these days, your mobile phones. May God keep your seed. Every parent, sow a seed of 100 CDs just for your child. If you're a parent here, come from an envelope. And you plant a seed. Bring this expression just for your child. Just for your child. You plant a seed. This is not yesterday's envelope. This is today. And this is now. If you're a parent, there's a limit to what you can do as a parent. But God can look after your children. Wow. Sir, your hair also went to in this house. Your child will not fall into an evil hand. Can I have an amen? The house self will not give your child poison. The woman I'm talking about, she was, she was kept in jail in UK. She was jailed, but the child is gone. And the parents couldn't have any more. It's sad, pathetic. I pray for your seed. I pray for your seed. May the seed of righteous blossom. What you couldn't achieve, may your children achieve them. Where you couldn't go, may your children go there. May children become ministers of the gospel. May they become great men in the society. Somebody shout amen. amen. Your child will build a house for you. Amen. I'm telling you. God will bless you. And bless you with the seed of your womb. Amen. amen. So now, the last part. But as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. As we enter 2023, 24. Make it your pledge. Me and my house, we are going to serve the Lord. Now, how do we serve the Lord? Three ways. And then we are done. Deuteronomy chapter 28, verse 47. Deuteronomy 28, 47. The Bible says, let's find it quickly. Deuteronomy 28, verse number 47. Because thou servest not the Lord thy God with joyfulness and gladness of heart for the abundance of all things. The next verse. 48. Therefore thou shalt thou serve thine enemies with the Lord thy God sent against thee. What are you going to serve? Look, listen, the Bible says that in hunger, in thirst, in nakedness, want of all things, and, ye shall put, and he shall put a yoke of iron upon thy neck until you have, be, you have destroyed, he has destroyed thee. Now, this is what um, um, Moses was telling them. Verse 47. Because you did not serve the Lord your God with joyfulness and gladness. Number one, you must serve God with joyfulness and gladness. Let there be some joy in your life. Be happy when you come to church. Let there be excitement about you. May our church be an exciting and a breathing church. Come on, shout amen. Yeah. There's a way to, I'm telling you, three ways we have to serve God. You know, first of all, Joshua said, me and my house, we shall serve God. Now, how do you serve God? You must serve him with glad, your joyfulness and gladness of heart. Amen. Can I have a loud amen? Yeah. Some of you won't look at your face. Your face is long, twisted, twatted, contorted. What a shock. As if you pay to smile. When we come to church, may the gladness of God fill our lives. May there be joyfulness in our lives. Shout your loudest amen. 
Nobody must come to church looking forlorn and looking, looking. So listen, may the joy of God, let's save him with joyfulness. So one day my, my choir was singing. I said, stop the song and come and sit down. Your faces, are, is, your, your, the words are different from the expression on your face. What a shock. You are singing. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He makes me to lie down in green pastures. The Lord is my shepherd. I said, stop the song and come and sit down. What is the truth of the song you are singing? The words are different. When I see the words, you see, people don't only listen. They watch. So they are watching. I said, that, look, me, I don't know a lot of songs, but I watch your faces to understand the song. Mato Hakataya. Are you still here? As I watch your faces so I can understand the song. If the Lord has said, so you shall not want it, you show on your face. But your, your face is like you want every, you are the poverty chairman of Mamprobi. <laughs> uh, you are the secretary of poverty society in, 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 in Banana Inn. Your face is like you have all the problems on your head. May there be joyfulness in our lives. When people come to our church, may they see young men dancing, old men dancing, young women shouting, old women shouting. There's nothing wrong in shouting, preach, bishop, preach. There's nothing wrong in clapping your hands. There's nothing wrong in giving the Lord. There's nothing wrong about it. May there be joyfulness in our churches. Somebody shout, yeah. Many of us, the reason why we run away from certain churches is because the churches were too dull. True or correct? Yes, the church were too dull. I mean, the hymns are powerful. But the way they sing it. Hmm. My God. Abide with me. But was the evening tide. The darkness deep in. Lord with me. Abide. Hey! No, that song is a very powerful song. I don't know why, why we sing it only at funeral. That hymn. You see, this is what the two disciples said on the, the, on the way to Emmaus. When Jesus was baptized, don't, Lord, don't go. It is that. Abide with us. These were the words of the two guys. So he said, Abide with me. Fast for the evening tide. The darkness deepens. Lord, with me. You are, you are, it's a confession. Abide with me. What a shock. Blessed are your hands. Jesus is my Over the fortress of glory divine. And of salvation. Hey! May there be life in our church. May our church be living churches. May we serve the Lord with gladness and joyfulness. Shout here. Yeah. Excuse me. If you can't stand shouting, don't come to church when I'm preaching. Because I'm not going to be quiet. Am I talking to anybody here? Ask your neighbor. Ask your neighbor. My neighbor, do you feel nervous when I shout? Do you feel nervous when I ask him? Do you feel when I praise God? Say, give me 10 seconds. I want to give God some praise. Come on, give the Lord. Give the Lord. Come on. Come on.
Come on! Come on! Come on! Hallelujah! I said hallelujah! Are you still in church? Some of you, you used to go to nightclub. You dance, you dance, you dance, you dance. When you come to church, clap your hands. You don't want to clap your hands. Hey! Who born you? Who born you? I said, who born you? This is a charismatic church. Did you hear I said it is a what? It is a what? Charismatic. Charisma. Life. Energy. May God fill our lives with joyfulness and gladness. Shout yeah! I always tell the story of that young man who used to come to my church. He used to sit on the fifth row. Tall, thick and tall man. When I look at him and I'm, and I'm preaching, I want to stop the preaching. Because his face. Hmm? When I'm preaching, I get to where he is. Then he will look at his watch. To let me see that he's looking at his watch. You are preaching long enough. End the sermon. So every time I'm preaching, I always move away from him. Because he was always intimidating me, the bishop. How? 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 You know, that's why for me, those who sit in front is important to me. One day I told somebody, go and sit at the back. When I look at your face, I don't like it. When I say somebody laughing, you don't want to laugh. Go and sit at the back. You think preaching is easy. Go and sit at the back. I choose those who sit around. Anyway, so this guy I'm talking about, his face was very intimidating. And I asked myself, who brought this guy to church? He's worrying me too much. <laughs> what a shock. One day I was in my office when they said somebody was looking for me. When I opened the door, this man was looking for me. The man who doesn't smile, when they say, lift your hands, he would do this. Mm, and put his hand in his pocket. When they clap for the Lord, mm, mm, and pocket. I said, hey, who is this diplomat? So when I, when I was told he was taking for me, I was nervous in my own office. I started to adjust my own tie. He told me, I have to adjust my own tie because I didn't want problems. So when he came, I said, sit down. I said, and he sat down. I said, tell me, what is the problem? I hear you see me, what is the problem? He said, Bishop, he started crying. I said, hey, what a shock. He was crying. I didn't know that this boy has emotions, I tell you. I was surprised that he can cry. What a shock. I was very surprised. So I thought his mother has died or something disastrous. So when he finished crying, I said, now tell me what the problem is. Bishop, I mean, you know, sometimes if I, the guy cries so much that even me, I felt like crying. You know, it's called Kosiesu. You know, that like you, somebody, you, some of you, when you watch a movie, you can even cry watching a movie. People are po- pocket the money in your pocket and you are crying. Oh, look at the way. You know, they're acting. They're acting as you are watching the movie. Some of you ladies, watching a Nigerian movie and you are crying. Shame on you. I'm, I'm, I'm talking to you. My name is E.A.T. Saki. Are you still in church? Yes. Said, are you still here? Oh, I'm telling you. The boy cried. Now, when he finished, I, I, I knew all the tear baths were finished. So I said, now tell me what the problem is. He said, please, Bishop. 
She said she won't marry me. The sister who said you, you marry him. A little shrimp, small sister, portable sister, small girl. I mean, when I say shrimp, very little portable girl. And he's making a giant like you crying. Hey, what a wow! The giant was crying because of a little girl. Hey. Lilliput, thank you very much. So I said, I said, so what will you do? At that time, we were in here. He said, I'll go and kill myself. I said, from here to the beach is not far. Go and run, right now, go and. No, 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 I'm a bishop, so I didn't say that. You know, I, that's what I wish I'd say, but I didn't say that. I wish I'd said that. So I encouraged him, and I said, I'll pray for you. So I laid my hands on him. May God deliver you. But I pray two prayers. I pray two prayers. One prayer he didn't hear. I said, Lord, let him cry. Let him cry more. You will not worship God. You will not lift your hand. Again, let him cry. They say, Oh Lord, deliver him and save him. That one he heard it. But the first prayer didn't hear it. You have opened your mouth. That's a, that's, a, that's a prayer. I said, Oh Lord, now pray. But he didn't hear that prayer. Oh God, comfort him, comfort him. But my real prayer prayed, he didn't hear that one. That was the first part of the prayer. When I finished praying, he said, Bishop, can I hug you? I said, you can hug me. Oh, okay. God bless you. <laughs> I just said, <laughs> You see, <laughs> the, the book says that if you do not serve God with joy and gladness, you shall serve your enemies. Do you understand? A little girl will make you cry. You will see something. You come to church, you don't want to dance. You don't want to clap because of some shrimp. You will see pepper. You will see real pepper. You see real pepper. So they, shout, they dance too much. They shout too much. They keep too long. Go out there. You will see real fire. Fire is what you will see. Can I continue preaching? Can I continue preaching? Because they did not save the Lord with joyfulness. May there be joyfulness in our lives. I said, you are not the only person who has problems in the church. Should I say it again? I said, you are not the only one with problems. Everybody has issues. Don't walk as if ask for me my problems. Dear Lord. Hey! May you serve God with joyfulness. May you serve God with gladness. Somebody shout, yeah! From today, may we see smiles on your face. May we hear cracking laughter in our church. There's nothing wrong in shouting. There's nothing wrong in clapping. There's nothing wrong in jumping. May God fill our churches with joyful and glad people. Somebody shout amen. What a word. I'm preaching. I'm preaching. What a word. What a word. Are you still in church? When you come to church and then you're dancing. Meanwhile, 10 years ago, you were in a disco. You dance and you sweat like a frog. When it comes to church, I don't know how to dance. Me, I'm a shy type. 
You are a shy type. You are shy. What you are doing in the room that year? Have you forgotten? You move your skirt. You are jumping on the boy like like a like a like a like a monkey. You say you are the shy type. Should I stop preaching? I should continue preaching. You don't know that we have a secret video of yourself ten years ago. We don't. We have a secret video. Say, preach or preach. Yeah. Say, Ooh, I'm coming. I'm coming. Hey, you are coming where? You are going where? <laughs> Bishop preach. You are coming where? You are going where? When you come to church. Can I continue preaching? May you serve God with joyfulness and gladness of heart. Let there be life in our church. Let there be energy in our church. Let there be excitement in our church. When your when your bishop is preaching, you want to stand up and shout, shout! Nobody can intimidate you. When you want to clap, clap! Nobody. When you want to give, give! Nobody can intimidate you. Nobody must be able to intimidate you, because we shall serve the Lord with joy. There's a way to serve. I know. Joshua said, "Me and my house, we shall serve the Lord." I'm showing you how to do it. Save him, save him with joyfulness and gladness. I'm telling you, there's some service if you offer it. The people that don't want it. Because the way you are serving, the way you serve, the person doesn't want it. Wives, the way you serve your husband at night. Even the fire will go off. Even the fire will go off. I don't know whether I should continue or I should stop. Hey! One day, I said, one day, you know, that anointing has come on me strongly. I wanted to bless my wife in the house. Strong anointing, powerful anointing. I was ready for action. Everything was ready. So when I touched her in the bed, she said, go and turn off the light. Me, bishop. A bishop like me. Small blessing. I should go and turn off the light. What a shock. I should go and turn off the light. Anyway, no problem. I will go. So I was going to turn off the light. I was going. And then she said, if you don't hurry, I'll change my mind. Come and see me running and jumping. Hey! A bishop like me. A bishop like me. Everything was ready. That thing was moving like banana. Going, I should go and turn off the light. Small blessing, small blessing. I said, small blessing. No coffee. Hey, you're laughing. You know what I'm talking about. You know what I'm talking about. Mato shaka bato sataya. Are you still in church? No coffee. Is it all right? I'm solving some problems. As I'm solving some problems. Are you still in church? Are you still in church? I said there's some saving. You will save, but the person doesn't like it. 
The weight is saved. He doesn't like it. The weight is saved. You are saving. So the way you serve God, God says, take that's why God told them one time that take away your offering. I don't want it. I don't want it. You bring six sheep, one leg broken, one with HIV, one with tuberculosis. The sheep is coughing. <coughs> it has got uh, uh, COVID. And you are bringing it as an offering to God. God said, take your offering away. You are, off, you are serving, but God doesn't want that thing. He said, take it away. Take your offering away. You are bringing uh, COVID sheep. COVID goat. <laughs> broken leg. You are bringing it as an offering to God. So saving is not just saving, but the way you save. The way you save. Do you know, one day I, was, I preached a message, who is a real fan? Or who is a real, let's say, let's say a fan of Manchester United, a fan of Chelsea, a fan of, yes, you're right, a fan of Liverpool. That's the only team in, 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 in the world. Anyway, just by the way, the Reds. I don't know if you, some of you support Red Devils. You're a Christian, you support Red Devils. Manchester United, I don't know what's wrong with you. Anyway, so that just by the way. But I'm saying that, you know, the real fan, you know, how do you know a real fan? A real fan, eh, the, the real support, a real fan, they go to the, they go to the stadium early. They go for the best seats. They pay for the best seats. They shout, they scream. The real fans of Jesus, they come to church early. They want the best seats. They are not ashamed to shout for Jesus. Are you sitting here? Am I talking to you here? May we serve God with gladness and joyfulness of heart. Move to 10 people and give them high five. High five. High five. High five. High five. Say, say, tell them joyfulness and gladness. 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 called selfie time. Hold your neighbor and take a selfie. A smiling, glad, beautiful selfie. Take a selfie with your neighbor. Neighbor. Let them see your smile. I mean, don't take only yourself. Take you with your, your neighbor. Some of you, your phones are too cheap. There's no camera on your phone. As I take a, find another person. Take a selfie. Selfie time. Selfie time! Selfie time! Selfie time! Hey! 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 This is what church is about. Church is about joy. Church is about gladness. It's about happiness. May God fill our church with gladness. Hallelujah. Yes. Yes, why not? Why not? Hey. 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 Give the Lord a shout. Yay. What a blessing. Those of you 
who have cheap mobile phones. You are going to get a better mobile phone within a month. In the name of Jesus. Do you believe it? God will bless you. God will help you. And God will glorify himself in your life. Shout your life. Mommy, can we take one selfie? Let's take a selfie. Oh, yes, yeah, try, try, try. Hey! We'll continue after church. Hey! Beautiful. Clap your hands for the Lord, somebody. Hallelujah. Sit down, let me finish. Number two. Daniel chapter 6. Daniel chapter 6. Verse 16. Daniel chapter 6 verse 16. And the king commanded and brought Daniel and cast him into the den of lions. The king spake and said unto Daniel, Thy God, look at it, thy God, whom thou servest on Christmas days only, that God whom thou servest on your birthdays. That God whom thou servest when you have a funeral. That God whom thou servest what? Number two, let's serve God continually. Number one, serve with joy and gladness. Number two, serve God continually. I pray for you 2024. You will serve God continually. You will not backslide any, man, any month of the year. You will not backslide any week of the month. May you serve God continually. Save God when you have money. Save God when you are broke. Save God when your car breaks down. Save God when you have a new car. Save God when you have a new house. Save God when you are tenant. Any situation, may you save God continually. Thy God, whom thou servest continually, he will deliver you. I pray for you here. Christ Oilfield, I pray for you that you serve God continually. I, you see, every time I come here, I see some faces over and over again. I pray the next time I come, Amen. I'll find you. Amen. Still serving, Amen. still singing, Amen. still praising, Amen. still dancing, still shouting, still giving. May you serve the Lord continually. Amen. And the Lord will deliver you. Amen. Now, verse, look at the next verse. The Lord that said, continue, had, had delivered you, had delivered you now. And uh, the, the next verse. Is that it? Yes. And a stone was brought and laid at the mouth of the den. And the king sealed it with his own signet and with the signet of his lords that the that purpose might not be changed concerning. They, they don't want to change their mind concerning Daniel. We want this guy to be destroyed. The next verse. The Bible says, the, Then the king went to his palace and passed the night fasting. Wow. Even unbelievers is fasting for, for Daniel. Neither were instruments of music brought before him, and his sleep went from him. Verse 19. 19. Then the king arose very early in the morning and went in haste unto the den of lions. 20. And when he came to the den, he cried with a lamentable voice unto Daniel. And the king spake and said to Daniel, O Daniel, Servant of death. May be called servant of the living God. Yeah. Can I have a loud amen? Amen. Yeah. Oh, then a servant of the living God. Is thy God 
whom thou servest continually, able to deliver thee from the line. Wow. Even the king knew. Your, may your boss know that you and your God, there's no separation. May everybody around you know that as when it comes to God, when it comes to church, when it comes to serving God, nothing can take your place. Am I talking to anybody here? Some of you even take some part-time job and go to work Sunday morning. Over time. Because you want extra money. But Daniel, look at Daniel's response. Then said Daniel unto the king, O king, live forever. The next verse. My God has sent, ah, 2024, may angels visit you in your room. May they visit you in your, when you are sleeping. May you see physical angels around you. My, my God had sent his angel and has shut the, mouth, the lion's mouth that they have not, may nothing hurt you in the year we are entering in. For as much as before him, innocency was found in me and also before thee, O king, I have. Wow. Clap your hands for the Lord. So number two, you must serve God continually. What is number one? Joyfulness and gladness of heart. Number two. All the time. George, all the time. You've got to serve him continually. Don't only come when you have problems. Don't use God as a spare time. When you have issues, then you will come. When the issues are solved, you don't see, we don't see you again. God is not a spare time. God is not paracetamol. That you take it only when you have headache. Otherwise, you don't need paracetamol. God is bigger than paracetamol. God is bigger than a spare time. May you save him continually. Come on, shout amen. amen. Look, until the COVID, that churches were shut, we're not supposed to meet. For more than 40, about 45 years, I've missed Sunday service only three times. For 45 years. Only three Sundays that I didn't go to church. One of them, I had chicken pox. One of them, I had broken my leg. And the other one, I was traveling. I missed my flight, so I had to travel on Sunday morning. That's all. But church, when the door opens, I'm inside. That God whom thou servest continually. May you serve God continually. May you never get tired of serving God. Because God is not tired of, serve, of blessing you. But say, you shall serve and he shall bless. You shall serve him and he shall bless your bread and your water. So may you serve him continually. Shout amen. amen. And then the final one. Look at Acts, the book of Acts. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Acts. Oh, I'm preaching. I'm surprised I can preach so well. Acts chapter 20, verse 17. Bible says, Acts 20, 17, you got it? And from Miletus, he sent, the, he sent to Ephesus and called the elders of the church. Let's go on. And when they were come to, to him, he said unto them, you know, from the first that I came into Asia, after what manner I have been with you all seasons. Let's read on. Saving the Lord with what? Humility. You need humility to serve God. Can I have an amen? You need humility. Am I preaching to anybody here? When you're in the church, you need humility to serve God well. Because sometimes, pastor will come and say that, oh, I've changed you. 
You are no more in charge of children. You are in charge of this. You need humility to flow. If you are proud, you say, I'm going to my Zion. You can go to Italy. We'll still come and preach to you. Am I talking to anybody here? Humility means that I'm humble enough to be guided, to be moved. I'm flexible enough. Some people, they're serving God, but they have their own terms. They're serving God on their own terms. The day you say, you're no more the leader of the choir, trouble don't come now. May you serve God with humility. You know, God needs that to lift you up. Humility is power under control. A humble person, it doesn't mean he doesn't have power, but he's under control. Under control. So you are powerful, but you are controllable. Some of us are like electric iron. You know, have you seen electric iron? You know, electric iron. You know, it has a regulator, isn't it? Sometimes the regulator gets spoiled. So regulator turns it on, a little heat, heat, and then it makes it a little hotter and very hot, depending on what you're ironing. Ly- ny- nylon, you make it lower, and then cotton, go high, you regulate it. But some of you, your regulator is spoiled. <laughs> I, I just said something. I just, I, I, I just threw a bomb. I just threw a bomb. I said, your regulator is spoiled. So when we turn you on, whoo! Then let's just turn you off and take that block out. You burn everything. What a shock. You are, cannot be regulated. You cannot be regulated. When you are angry, you are angry. So a lady uh, that I know, you know, when she's angry with her husband, you know what she does? She takes all the plates and the glasses and breaks them. She will open the, she open the thing, collect them and drop them. Boom! Boom! Because she's angry. She's one plug. I'm catching up with them. You are mad. You are, and I, told, I told her that you have, you have demons. And then the man took Kotobonku. When, when, when the woman's Akuma has fallen into his stomach. Now come out to him. Do you understand? And then the man will be leading the woman. Let's go to Glamour. Let's go to Malcolm. Go and buy new. And the man will say, You're a foolish man. You're a wet Jimmy pa. The woman has done about five times, breaking all the glass. And, and you too, you'll be leading him. You are going to buy. I said, Kotobonku. You're Kotobonku. It, it, it's an English word. It, it's, a, it's a Latin word. Go and find a meaning. <laughs> what a shock. You are, your, your regulator is spoiled. I hear your regulator is spoiled. I was talking to a man who uh, slapped his wife here and there. I said, why? They said, but I don't know. I was standing there before I realized my hand was moving. I said, are you a robot? A man who is slapping his wife. Bushman. I know, I know. I'm dialing somebody's number somewhere. Are you still in church? Ask your neighbor, is your regulator sport? Is your regulator or it's working? Is your regulator working or it's poor? Ah. When you are upset with, when you are upset with the bishop, when you come to church, you don't sit in front. You go and sit at the back. Yes. You have left the choir. When the choir leader calls you, the phone will be ringing and you're looking at it. I will never pick it. Hey, what a shock. When you're angry, I'm leaving the church WhatsApp group. Pa exit. Krasini. 
Exit. I'm exiting. I read the call. Exit. This number has exited. Left the page. Left the, left, the, left the WhatsApp. I told my brother, nobody has a right to leave. You want to leave, call the leader. The administrator said, look, those are one, two, and three. And then we will take you out. Don't leave. Don't be a bush girl. I know why you're not laughing. You're feeling guilty. That's why. Are you still there? Once again, ask the other person, is your regulator working or your sport? Hmm. Hey! <laughs> I'm preaching. Yeah. Are you still in church? You have changed where you sit. You said, I won't smile again. Keep on chewing the queen. Keep on chewing the queen. Hey! He said, I've served God with humility. Humility. Paul was a great man, but he had a humble spirit. He could be guided. He could be directed. I'm telling you. Are you still in church? Humility is power under control. I have been an assistant for many years. Many years. By the grace of God, I know I'm anointed. But I also know how to stay under authority. I'm telling you. Power under control. I can be controlled. I can be guided. I can be led. I can be instructed. I can be rebuked. Anybody, the pastor doesn't feel comfortable rebuking. You are too big for the church. Mm. Mm. If the pastor is nervous when he's correcting you, you are too big for the pastor. But the pastor is, is, can you imagine my son? I can't correct my son. How? I can't tell my son, you can't do this. I can't move. No way. Anybody who is too big to receive instruction is too big for the church. I'm telling you. Are you still in church? May you serve God with humility. And it says, with, with humility, tears and temptations. Then with times, when things will hurt you, but you keep serving. Am I preaching? There will be times that people will step on your toes, but you don't leave the church. You keep serving. Can I have an amen? Some things will cause you tears, but you should not stop serving. Can I have a loud amen? Or can I have a louder amen? Some things will pain your skin. Enter your skin. But I say, I serve God with tears. Tears is part of our saving. It's not everything that will work out the way you expect. It's not everything that will be great to you. It's not everything that will make you some things will hurt you. If you are in this life, you have not been hurt before, you are not yet born. If you are in this life, you'll be hurt. Things will offend, people will offend you. But in tears, you must keep serving. Can I have a loud amen? amen. You must never change your pastor because your pastor has hurt you. I'm the reason why I told uh, I told prophet my problem. He used my problem to preach. Do you know how many people have this? Your same problem you have. The same others have the same problem because of your problem. We shouldn't preach about that thing. I'm going to my Zion. You can go to your what? Italy. We are still here by the grace of God. Say, man. 
tears. And instead of saving with temptations, the enemy will try and knock you out. But by your God, you shall run through a troop. By your God, you shall jump over every wall. Stand to your feet and give the Lord a shout of praise. Come on, give me a shout of praise. Thank you for the blessing. Thank you for the blessing. Everybody lift your hand. Okay, put your hand down first.